0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. As mentioned, we'll have some time for your calls, your texts coming up after 2.30. But right now I wanted to talk about some some important and uh, dangerous work being done. Uh, But we've been hearing a lot about uh, the plight of uh, Yazidis in Iraq in ISIS-controlled territory. Where the so-called Islamic State continue uh, consider Yazidis to be uh, infidels, to be heretics, uh, heretics, and obviously it's um, it's quite concerning. A number of uh, international organizations have described it as genocide. Uh, what ISIS uh, has attempted to inflict upon the Yazidis, and we've heard a lot about the buying and selling of captured Yazidi women. Now, there are efforts being undertaken by international human rights organizations to try to save these women and to hopefully bring them to Canada. Uh, now we just had a motion passed recently in, in the House of Commons to, to recognize what uh, ISIS is doing to the Yazidis and, and try to work uh, to make it easier to get them to Canada, to save haven here. One of the groups involved in trying to rescue these, these women is uh, one free world international they're they're based in toronto uh, joining us on the line is their president and founder majed uh el shafi joins us uh, on the line here mr el shafi welcome to the program
1: it's a pleasure being here with you
0: all right well tell us a bit more about the work one free world international is doing
1: we are a human rights organization uh we have branches in twenty different countries uh, myself, I was in the Egyptian prison uh, before I came here to Canada. I was a refugee myself. I was tortured from my Christian faith. So I used to be one of them. I came as a refugee. And when I came here to Canada, I wanted to start my organization to help others that used to be in the same place like myself.
0: How would you describe what is is happening to the Yazidis in Iraq, in, in, in ISIS-controlled territory?
1: It's a genocide, it's definitely a genocide. What's happening to the Yazidis and other minorities, such as Christians, uh, Baha'is, uh, Sabians, and Mandians, is definitely is horrible what's happening to them. But there's more than that, it's something that will chale- is challenging to our Canadian conscious, uh, because we cannot remain silent. Uh, our world today is unfair place, is unjust place, not because the people is doing evil, but because the people who remain silent about it.
0: So what's involved then in, in trying to save these, these women?
1: So One Free World International, two years ago when this genocide started, we launched our humanitarian aid operation. Uh, we launched a uh, behind the enemy line risking mission to try to risk as many as girls as possible as we can. I met with nine years old that used to be raped uh, 20 times a day. Nine years old. Uh, they were filling these gears. They were torturing them, uh, raping them on a daily basis. It just was a horrible situation. So we made the rescue mission. We sent humanitarian aid, such as medical supplies. But also we started to advocate here on their behalf in the Canadian parliament. Uh, and we was able to, after a long fight with the, with the Liberal government, we was able to, to get the Canadian government to accept them, to bring them here as, a, as a refugees.
0: Uh, and is that process being expedited?
1: Well, quite honestly, for for many times the the government voted against uh, even recognising what's happening in Iraq as a genocide. Mm-hmm. Uh, but under the international society pressure, especially that the EU, the American Congress, the European, the British House of Commons, recognised that the genocide and the the UN, uh, the Canadian government didn't have another option but accept this reality
0: and to start to move on it. Right. Well, in, in terms of recognizing where, where these women are being sold uh, and, and intervening at that level, uh, because it, th- this is actually happening and people need to understand that there legitimately are these, what are essentially marketplaces where where these uh, women are being sold into sex slavery. So how do you go about identifying where those are?
1: Yeah, we have teams on the ground. So we have Teams at least in five different areas in Kurdistan, Iraq, and we was able to monitor the situation, and we was able to uh, found four market plates place in uh, in ISIS territory in Iraq, and we are doing we are, we are doing the same thing in Syria right now. But we was able to found this market. We was able to find where they are selling them, where they are buying them, and where the victims. We are dealing right now with more than three thousand Yazidi girls in ISIS territory that they still take slaves until today.
0: More than three thousand.
1: More than three thousand, yes. Uh,
0: so once these women are sold and uh, once they're they're being held in ISIS-controlled territory, is is there much that can be done for them at this point?
1: Of course there is. Uh, I will not be able to elaborate more for security purposes, but uh, we have teams on the ground. We have uh, we have kind of understanding with the Kurdish uh, tribes Uh, this area is all about tribes so we were able to get in and out and try to risk as many girls as possible of course with the donations of the people that helping us and they support this cause Uh, but here is what's really more important than anything i think that even when this girl has been rescued uh It will be up to the international society to do something, to accept these girls, to bring them here and and their homes, to give them a new chance in life, to give them a new hope. And and they cannot live there in this region anymore. They cannot live this area in this uh, anymore. And it will be up to us to start to heal their wounds.
0: Now, of course, right now there's an effort underway to try to uh, take Mosul from from ISIS hands. Uh, we we hear as well plans for for some kind of an assault on, on Raqqa as well. Um, you know, in the long run, I, I think there's a hope that that uh, if if ISIS loses territory, then then we can make progress in in defeating them uh, and and liberating these these people. But at the same time, uh, that the conflict does put people in harm's way. So, what what's the situation on the ground today?
1: Well, The truth and the reality that yes, ISIS is under attack in almost every territory that they have from Syria under the Syrian uh, troops and the Russian troops to Iraq uh, under the forces the the coalition forces lead of the United States and the Iraqi forces, but the truth and the reality, even if we defeated ISIS today, we are fighting an ideology we have just to be stop being politically correct and say the truth as it is mm-hmm. We are fighting an ideology. Uh, Before ISIS, there was Al-Qaeda. Before Al-Qaeda, there was Hezbollah, and before that was Mujahideen. There is more than 30 terrorist organizations in Syria operating right now. We have to understand that education, education, education is extremely important in this fight to create a new generation that loving life, not loving death, but loving life, and understand the importance of
0: living together in harmony and peace. Well, of course, it's that, that ideology that, that's the reason why the Yazidis are, are targeted and why ISIS believes they, they can justify doing what they're doing. I mean, it's all part of their, their religious ideology, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. But the sad reality that even the media doesn't want to do that. You are maybe one of the few radio shows that want to discuss that. You know, but the truth and the reality that, that the media doesn't even want to say that. How can you face a reality? This is our extremist. There is a religious extremist in every religion, mm-hmm. but we have to admit that these are Muslim extremists that are doing this, and this is up to their ideology. And we have to fight this ideology, not just the personnel, but we have to fight the ideology itself by proper education and in order to defeat really ISIS once and for all.
0: Now, the work that uh, One Free World International is doing, now this is supported by individuals and uh, in, in donations from, from people across Canada and, and beyond, uh, because th- this, is, this is work that requires resources. It, it, it costs money to do what you're doing. That's correct. And so how can people help out?
1: Uh, they can go to our website, which is www.onefreeworldinternational.org, or they can Google us, or they can Google my name, and you'll find the donation page. And we're thank we're very thankful to everybody that's trying to help by all means.
0: Now I know you you've testified in Ottawa recently about these issues, and we talked about uh, some of the steps that are being taken. Um, we've got a plan now in place to to bring to Canada and to resettle. Is it four hundred women and girls?
1: Well, right now the government refused to give us a number. Our proposal to the Canadian government. Was 400 Yazidi girls with their with their immediate families, uh, which is a, a joint assistance uh, between us and the government. But until now, the government didn't give us a plan. Uh, they just give us a timeline. They said in the next four months, uh, these girls will be arriving after four months from now. And they didn't say well how many, uh, how they are choosing them, what is the process of choosing them. Uh, we don't know the government keeping us in the dark and we'll keep fighting until we see his gears on a Canadian soil to start a new life and new hope.
0: Absolutely. Well, again, OneFreeWorldInternational.org. Majed, thank you so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: All the best, sir. Um, Majed El-Shafi, he is the founder and president of One Free World International. They're an international human rights group based in Toronto uh, advocating for religious minorities and trying to raise awareness about what is happening to the Yazidis in ISIS-controlled territory uh, in Iraq. And, and the importance of recognizing it for what it is, which is a genocide. Uh, and so I think there, there's been some progress on that front. And, uh, you know, and certainly and credit to Michelle Rempel, Calgary MP, who has really worked hard on, on this issue uh, and, and really sort of dragged Parliament uh, to where it needs to be. And, and certainly her work on this should be should be acknowledged. Uh, so, as as uh, Majed said, the uh, government's commitment doesn't yet involve any any hard numbers, but this this seems obvious. If we can get these women out of there, and this kind of of dangerous work, where you've got uh, people working with these human rights organizations that are going directly where women and children are being bought and sold, or just the the mere fact that that is happening anywhere on the planet today should outrage us. that's the reality of what's going on in Iraq, where ISIS holds territory. That's what they're doing. They're capturing these women and girls and selling them into sex slavery. And some of the stories that have been told by women who have escaped, it's beyond harrowing. So you've got groups like this that are actually going to where this is happening. And they're basically purchasing these, these women and girls and then getting them to safety. So you imagine how precarious that is. Uh, you need the connections on the ground to figure out where this is happening. And obviously then, if, if those affiliated with ISIS are aware of what's going on or aware of who these people are, it's not going to end well. So it's important work, but obviously very treacherous. So you want to support the work they're doing, and they rely on individual donors. It is onefreeworldinternational.org. All right. We're going to pause for the 2.30 news, so we'll close things out today with some uh, open time. Your calls, your text, 403-974-8255. Uh, getting some, some uh, emails and texts regarding Nahed Nenshi, people who don't think that um, maybe his uh, election is as much of a slam dunk as I've suggested it is. So, we'll uh, share some of that with you. And uh, certainly, that's a question we can put to you whether you think that Nahed Nenshi is going to coast to victory in 2017 as he did in 2013. And if not Nenshi, then who? So, we'll talk about that. We can talk a bit more about that uh, other election that's happening on Tuesday, uh, south of the border, and where things stand in the final few days. How safe is Hillary's lead? That's the big question. 403-974-8255 is the number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.